Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, uh, th- th- this is one of the videos that was highly requested, I guess, in the comment section. My only reason why I know that is because my camera guy told me so. He said that you guys want to hear some stories because him and I used to be in Afghanistan together for... In Iraq. In Iraq. In Iraq. Yeah, we were in both, actually, matter of fact. And um, we, we actually just told a story out inside of the kitchen, and it made me start tearing up because it was so funny. Because it, <laughs> it's one of those kind of things that I, I forgot about. It's kind of one of those situations where you forget about the stories and you just never talk about them. It's like the untold stories it, of the military. Yeah, it's just super, super random. Yeah. It's not even a combat. Well, it's kind of combat related in a certain sense, just what had happened later. It is, before, in a way. So... I'm going to give you guys kind of a precursor and get an idea of exactly this scenario or situation we found ourselves in. We were in, um, we'll say we were in, no, exactly. We were in Paktika province yep. in Afghanistan. Johnny Kill. Johnny Kill. So we were there in 2012. Now, 2012 in Afghanistan mm. was, was a fairly bloody year uh, as a whole. It really was. Yep. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know that or not, but it really was, depending on what you were doing. You could have been sitting back on a big-ass base drinking green bean coffee or whatever and, and not doing anything, which a lot of people in the military did. Which is not a big deal. Everybody Combat chooses their vets job. And subway. Yeah, they get it. They got yep. subway and everything. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. Do you, do you either like I, 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 I took I took I time it. in Iraq and I went to Blood and I grilled steaks next to a pool. Thank you, Saddam. I I, I didn't or have Blood. Now he's down there. But what I'm yeah. saying is, everybody chooses their path <clears throat> a little bit different. We were out there in. Um, I guess we really didn't choose this path. It was kind of given to us. <sighs> kind of. I guess we could have t- taken the easy route. We could have the taken one. the easy route because they, they actually offered us the easy route. And I was like, That's no, true. somebody's got to go. So it's going to be us. I, I remember that. We actually had, we had three to four months left. Because we had a shitty first half. <clears throat> we had four months. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We had four months left. And they, they were like, we're going to set up a new camp in Pitika province. And we want to put, uh, we were fairly experienced at that time when it came to just being in stuff. So they, they sent us out there. Doesn't yep. really matter. By the way, I'm going to throw a little precursor out there. I forgot about this. I remember sitting in the NCO meeting. We got, it was myself and him and, and another gentleman. We were getting kind of like a, this was back on when we first landed and we didn't exactly know what our mission was. This is just giving you guys an idea of where we were at. And they said that no U.S. president had been down there for three years. Yeah, so and, what happened was. And I, I, I recall looking at Benji and he looked at me and was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so I, like, originally after we got told where we were going, I went to the S2 shop, like the Intel shop, and I was like, tell me everything you know about this district. And they looked at the map, and then they looked back at me. They started typing some shit into computers and going back over it. And then I looked up the map, and there's a little slice of the pie up on the north, south, east, west, up on the north. So northwest. funny you have to do that. Yeah, I know. I fucking, all the time yeah. I spent on point. Yeah, so up in the northwest corner, there's a little slice of the pie, like, about yay big, and it was marked off as dead space, which is annotated by uh, a red section with red lines going across it, meaning that we didn't know jack and shit about it. It was dead space. We didn't know what was there. Why? Because nobody had been there in years. uh, What I got told by S2 was an entire brigade from the 82nd Airborne had gotten online and tried to push across that place. And they were unsuccessful, and that's where we. I were. do. There was there was one there was one base. It was one of the areas where one of the bases had been overran in the, the past, and we actually passed it on the way down there. In fact, yep. And it had giant RPG holes in the side of it. And it was just totally, absolutely, just jacked up. And that was the first spot. That was the first spot. That's we went we spot went, numero. <clears throat> yeah. We went way past that. Way way south. Well, it was and funny I, in the meantime too. Like after we went back, this is just kind of the ass, if you will. I'm sitting here. I was like, yeah. That, the like when we went there. back to the five, I remember Benji was walking around. 
and uh, somebody was like riding me over like how Benji was looking, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Damn it, Benji!" So I tried correcting him. I was like, "If I don't get these boys doing something, they're just gonna yeah." Get paid that's up. right. I remember that. And so like I sent like half the squad like off into like the northeast and some you like did. random place just to like just to preoccupy people while I prep for the next mission. Yep. Well. I remember driving down there, and, and route clearance actually did their job about two weeks prior for us coming down, and they actually drove uh, drove over, and they they got blown up significantly. The and entire they, route. Are, are we talking about Pactica now? Yeah, you drive yeah. down there. The, the entire, entire route. The entire route oh on God. the way into Pactica was blown out. Every, every single culvert, every single minor bridge. We they're basically just culverts. They're not bridges, but and oh my God, the whole thing was just blown. It up. was just got. It was just destroyed. And I remember driving down there, and, I, and the crazy part is, is we were so short-handed, and when I mean short-handed, we had a total of, I believe, twenty-two people in total inside of our camp inside this area. It was very tiny. I believe it was twenty-two. I don't know why the number stuck with me. Does that sound right? Yeah, it's somewhere 20. around twenty. I think it was about somewhere around twenty people. This is how small Afghans, a group we're working yeah. working with. Very tiny. And I remember I were so short, short, short-staffed that I was an E five driving a truck. With an E6 to my right and an E5 in the turret. Like, we literally had a truck of NCOs driving down there. Yeah. And I do recall this. Yeah. And, and it, was, the, it, it was, was literally socks, t shirts, frags, yes. and mags. I mean, he asked me, what do we bring? We brought a bag, like a rucksack full of literally socks, t shirts, extra ammo, and extra ammo. That was literally it. Yeah. And I could tell you the amount of times we went black on ammo in that area. Anyway, I don't know why we're going to, I'm just giving you guys kind of a precursor of the area. So, <clears throat> it's fa- fast forward, tons of firefights later, and whatever. We're talking about this one story because if you guys do enjoy the stories, please let me know. If you guys are listening through earpieces, we're on YouTube and you can see it. But let me in the comment section. I'm going to let you tell the story <clears throat> of the time. This is one I've never talked about. But it's not one that I've even remembered. No, this it, is not a story that most. But this is the hilarious. type of shit that happens in the military. It's in the military. So, yeah, I was an E5. He was an E6. He just became promotable. So he's about to be an E7. <laughs> so I'm just starting, I'm starting to think about it again. It makes me laugh. Well, and we've been in we've been in country now for eight months, uh, seven and a half months, seven months, seven, seven months. Yeah, and we're about to we're about to figure out how we're going to get back. And they're they're at there's apparently we, we have no idea. We're running on on a camp that has no sh- no showers, no nothing at this point. Like there's no power really. We just have a it generator. is so bad that we used to like take pisses and. Sh- outside the wall but we got tired of getting shot at so and we, it was risky so we, we just started pooping inside yeah. the compound so yeah like we, it just sucked it was pretty bad but i look back on it, it made me who i am today and it, it really makes you it makes you a better person right but, but that so being said we couldn't get we so t- t- let me let me let me prep let me okay. prep the story a little bit more i'll just dive into it let me prep it a little bit more it was so bad that we couldn't get aerial resupply and that's how we got most of our stuff on that trip and and, and on my last one as well we got a lot of aerial resupplies yeah. um being an airplane would fly over kick a bunch of shit out of the back and it would fall down on parachutes and you go pick it up and that's how we get our stuff it was so bad that we couldn't do that because they had surface air missiles so we couldn't even get air we couldn't get aerial resupply uh helicopter support had to be like armed gunships like it just sucked yeah and it was fun. We, yeah, no, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Best days of my life, right? And so we would go out, we would knock that out, and we'd come back. And uh, we went out one day. We went out. We were, we got in a gunfight, and then we come back on the FOB. Or not the FOB. We come back on the camp. <laughs> not yeah, even close. Bob, are you kidding me? We come back on the camp. We come back on our camp. And uh, we had, like, a little container unit that had our computers and all that other stuff. Hey, what in, do we and mean container? We're, we're literally talking a 20-foot Connex. Yeah, like smaller, legit, like smaller than this room. It's like it, that hallway going. It's a container. Yeah, it's a container. So, 
Yeah. So anyways, all the computers and everything were powered up. So I decided that I'm going to go over and I'm going to check my emails. So I get on there and I go to, and I check my emails. And I'm like, Oh, shit. I missed a bunch. Well, one of the emails was from, uh, our boss that was saying battalion commander wants to know this information. I opened up an Excel spreadsheet along with like an attachment. And it was like, we need to know what you guys are going to be doing for the first 96 hours. You get back from this deployment. Like I want to know from the day you touch ground, what you're going to be doing for the first 96 hours while you guys are on pass. Not on leave, but on pass. You get down, you get 96 hours to decompress. They want to know what I'm going to be doing when I get home in four to six weeks, and I don't even know how the hell I'm getting my guys out of this area. And that's not a joke when I say that. No. We had no idea who was replacing us, how were they going to get out there, because they couldn't fly, they didn't have, like, enough vehicles to, like, get them, like, to do a ground assault out Like, nothing. We had no idea how these folks were getting out there. None. And yet they expect us to know what the hell we're going to do when we get back. So I'm starving, I'm thirsty, I'm a little pissed off because I've been in a gunfight. What you doing over there? Sorry, I was actually trying to put this up. Just oh yeah, do it, do it to it. No, this, these are the these are the, the people on uncut. So go ahead. Yeah, they get to hear this. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> you got the, the that, okay. Keep going. Fine. I'm do doing mine. You do yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ninety six hours. They want to know. We have no idea how the hell we're going to get home, but they want to know. They want us to tell what we're going to do. So I get a little bit pissed off. Well, in walks Rob. And he's like, hey, bro, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, you got to check this shit out, man. So I show it to him and he's like, are they serious? Like, they've got to be kidding. Like, there's there's no way. Like, how the hell are we supposed to know? I was like, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do when I get home. I was like, I'm going to have, because at the time I was married, I was like, I'm going to have sex with my wife. I'm going to sit on the porch and I'm going to people watch. That's what I wrote down. Oh, yeah. This like verbatim. What I wrote down on this Excel spreadsheet. I'm, I'm not sure what you wrote. Do you remember? I I, I, I do. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like he wrote something good down, and I was like, I he actually wrote something legitimate down, and then I was like, no, kiss my ass. Like, no. I, you're I, I you're told him I was literally like, writing down what you do. Copious amounts of... <laughs> I, was gonna, I, was gonna, I was about to make a joke. It's like I was going to do copious amounts of cocaine. I was, I was going to drink copious amounts of Coors Lights. And have sexual intercourse. That was like right. the main. That was the main joke of our entire. Right. Of our We're entire all gonna life. have sex. And then, and then our <laughs> medic, our medic Mike. I remember specifically oh. what I wrote down because some of my soldiers were like, "Matt, I'm like, I'm not writing that down." I was like, "Kiss my ass, I'll we write it in for shit. you." I so I start writing all these smart ass answers, and then Mike came in like our medic, and I was like, "Yo, Mike, like, what are you gonna do when you get home?" He's like, "I don't know, man. Bang my wife." I was like, "Perfect." I was like. <laughs> And he was like, well, don't put it that way. Put it this way. So Mike ends up writing down. He's like, I'm going to play with my wife and then in parentheses sexually. And I'm going to play with my children in parentheses non-sexually. Oh like ends God. up writing that down. So we take this and we send it up. Right? Like, I don't think about it. I just hit send and I walk away. I'm just like, done with this bullshit. Have a nice day. Send. Done. Right? And we oh, go about our daily God. lives. We go about our daily lives for probably like a week, week and a half. Yep. Probably like seven to ten <laughs> days goes by. Same same scenario, though. Like, we're out for the day, doing our thing, come back. And uh, I'm like, oh, I haven't checked emails. Should probably get on there and check emails. Because I try to do it about, like, once a week, like, for pertinent, you know. And I get in there, and I open up these emails, and, like, right away, it's like, Matt, you have been relieved. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is bullshit. So I pick up the phone, and I start calling back, and I start arguing. And then I hear the entire scenario, like, how it actually went down. So right? I want you guys to realize this. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere. We're literally in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to five. He's in his six. He's in charge. He's the guy's in charge of everybody. And this some sent an email up the chain of command that was talking about us having sexual intercourse, <laughs> which wasn't a lie. It wasn't a lie. So they could get in trouble. But the reason why this gentleman got relieved of duty in Afghanistan, no one knows about this. He got relieved of duty in Afghanistan. This guy right here. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> so 
nobody screened this email after I sent it up. They like, didn't yeah. screen the book. Like, you would have thought that the next person in the chain would have opened it up and been like, that's some smart-ass shit, Matt. Maybe you should fix that, which maybe? I think is what I was counting on. Yeah, maybe, like, oh, this is going to be a joke. They're going to send it and be like, ha, ha, yeah, ha, 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 fix, ha, fix, fix it, it. Fix it, and I was no, going to fix it. They forwarded this email up the chain of command in the military, like, in the in the military that no one read it or briefed. Right. So every day, it. every day over there, the battalion commander, he's got something called the commander's update brief. <laughs> I figured this out because after I got relieved, I could put it as the jock NCO. So I was in charge of the Joint Operations <laughs> Center. So every day, the uh, the lieutenant colonel, like he's he's gets a briefing on everything that's happening on his troops, on what they're doing, where they're going. It's called a cub brief. They do it every morning. And so uh, apparently <laughs> this email just forwards all the way up to the battalion. And they end up being like, oh, hey, sir, uh, Sergeant Tardio's uh, information finally came in. And they take it and they just, boom, blast it up on this huge white screen in front of, like, all the company commanders, everybody out there, like, everybody. They blast <laughs> this thing up on, like, the big white screen. And, like, Ooh, yeah. half half the people start laughing. Half of them are sitting there like, oh, f- this is bad, <laughs> like, you know? And then before you know it, like, the BC just blows up. And he's like, that's it. That son of a bitch is f***ing relieved. And then before you know it, I come back off patrol, get an email. And I'm like, f- I'm relieved, you know? <laughs> relieved the best in Afghanistan the best part of this whole thing oh, is I go down like right afterwards like I exit that little like container unit and I walk over to the tent and like Rob's sitting there in his chair like you know like picking his nose or whatever changing his socks <laughs> and I sit down on the cot next to him and I'm like trying to be quiet about this I'm like hey man so uh I'm, I'm sitting there I'm like I don't I don't want I'm any, like hey bro you're in charge he's like you're with me I was like no no, no I got I just got relieved he's like no you didn't like, yeah, I did. No, 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 really. Like, you can go read the email, bro. Like, I'm dead serious. Like, you're in charge. Like, I guess I got to pick some, but like, you're you're 2IC. You're in charge now, bro. And he's like, this can't be me. That's f-ing true. I got stuck in charge of the And he's guys. like, he's like, I don't want to, Matt, I don't, with, I'm not dealing with that right I'm now. I'm going to be stuck way. with these f-ing shitheads in the middle of and, nowhere by myself. The, no sooner, no sooner the moment that I told him this happened, no sooner the yeah, moment that I told him I got relieved, they start shooting at us. <laughs> and he just looks at me and everybody in the what tent, like everybody in the tent overheard it. And they're all just like paused and everybody just sat there. And what I'm like, no, no, Rob, you tell me. Like, you tell me I'm what like, we're doing. Because it ain't going to be me. What we do? Let's go outside and shoot at these motherfuckers. <laughs> I see. I tell you, like that was that was uh, that was like the worst time of my life. Like at the time, it was the worst time. But you look back, and it was like it was the best time. Like I, I don't, I don't really talk to any of the guys anymore, really, other than you and, and no. maybe Benji. I don't really talk to any of them. No. But looking back, I still on talk it, I mean, to Mike. It was oh uh, yeah, it was literally like the shittiest time of my life, but the fucking best. The best. It was yeah. like the best. <laughs> you were the dirtiest. We ain't showered for fucking months. We had uh, stuck with these motherfuckers. In the middle of nowhere, you had those five gallon water cans because we didn't want to waste water. Yeah, we, didn't if we waste wasted water. water, we had to go back and get more. It was, yeah. but eventually we had turned that pump on, pump and so on. we had that pump in yeah. order to get the water. And so, what we started filling up those five gallon jugs with water, and then we climb up on the tower yeah, and pour water, and then we dumped that piece of plywood down, and you would just sit there, and somebody would stand on the tower yeah. and pour water on you, and you'd be like, oh, So instead of like clean. the water hitting on you, yeah, yeah it, was, it was great. But it was so cold, it was cold, and they had to put bleach inside the water because they were scared of parasites making us sick. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, we haven't showered in months, and you're Worried about this water we're pulling out of the everybody rack. had <laughs> falling off their like, yeah, like everybody's feet were being. Dude, eaten I was so alive. dirty. I can I could take my skin and roll it like right. this, and dirt would roll up right. on my skin. I'd be like, oh, f- I'm still white. Right. Like, oh god, <laughs> you know, I was like, Yuck. I'm turning black in Afghanistan, guys. There's, there's, a, there's a problem here. Oh, it's because you haven't showered. <laughs> Do you ever seen the rain clouds going past and being like, oh god, please, please come this way, please come this rain, way, rain, oh, rain, come on, and then you see it dump over off in the mountains or <laughs> like, something. Oh, you'd be like, oh, bullshit. This like, is bullshit. You gotta sit yeah. in this fucking moon dust. It's every time you walk. By the way, there's this called moon dust. You step on this shit. It it went away after about about a month or so being there. But you would step and it would fucking come up like this. Yes. So you wouldn't want to walk anywhere. You would step and it's like, yeah. 
it was like this fucking dust layer that's like this thick, and you'd step right. on it. Boom. Yep. And what? Yeah. Like, do you remember? Uh, <sighs> Moon dust. This is such random shit. I never talk about this stuff ever, ever. And this is the oh, kind of story man. I've never even told. Right. So, like, I was. <laughs> Funny story. So I was taking a dump one time in Iraq. Remember we had KP5, <laughs> like checkpoint five. So we had this check. Like he's taking a sh- Iraq. Great. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. We're going to tell poop stories now. Uh, sh- it it can't be a real combat story without poop. You got to have sh- stories. Sure you're going to throw yeah. in the comments. They're like, yeah, poop. It's real. So, uh, so we had this checkpoint like outside Kirkuk. Okay. Right, that we yeah, had to like man to like there. go in. Yeah. Well, I got to set the stage, bro. <laughs> know, like, come on now. So we had this checkpoint outside of like Kirkuk. And it was like screening all these vehicles. So we go out and we do like a couple days of patrol. Then our rest day was going back. We'd man the checkpoint and then we'd go back to doing patrols. Like it was just this constant rotation of like FML, right? Like yep. dirty infantry life sucks, whatever. And so I'm out at this checkpoint. I'm like taking a dump, right? Like we had these burn shooters <laughs> over behind the checkpoint away from the highway. And I'm sitting out back taking a dump. <laughs> and I hear boom, boom. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry, it's COVID. Yeah. So these like, yeah. So like these two rockets splashed down behind the burn. So I was like, that was definitely rocket fire. <laughs> so like I pulled my radio. And I was like, did anybody else hear rocket splash? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure two rockets just rockets splashed. I'm trying to take a Can you handle it? Nobody answers. <laughs> nobody says anything. I'm just like, all right. I go like, so I like wipe my butt and I look outside and there's still dust like floating around. I was like, well, they definitely shot rockets at us. I was like, but nobody else seems to care. So I shouldn't either. <laughs> And so I get up and I start walking around, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah, I was going to go check on my people because they did just shoot rockets. Maybe it hit somebody, you know, like, I don't know. So I go, so I like do a status check, whatever. And I go, I start walking around checking on these other checkpoints. I go up to like the north vehicle guard position, right? And it was Keeley was in the turret. Oh, like, you remember a, that? Yeah, he's remember a winner. Remember that? Yeah, I remember Yeah, him. so Keeley's sitting in the turret and I'm like, hey, bro, um, did you happen to hear any rockets or anything go past like a couple minutes ago? He's like, nah, Sergeant, nah, man. And he just like sits there smoking a cigarette. And I sit up on top of the turret, like smoking cigarettes with him. And then he's just randomly like, he's like, hey, man, I did see something weird a while ago. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know where the Adala police station's at? And I'm I like, saw some flashes. I'm like, yeah, no, he's like, I think they were shooting fireworks. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Keely, describe to me these fireworks. Like, describe to me what these fireworks look like. And he's like, well, it was two bright flashes, and they were just like blue streams that shot straight up into the sky like bottle rockets. And I'm like, Keely, that place is like two and a half clicks away. Like, and I just said over the radio that they were shooting rockets. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, they just shot rockets at us. You don't think that was pertinent information to tell me? Like, at the time I brought that, like, are you that stupid? He was was an idiot. He was a he was an idiot. Yeah, he was. Oh God! Hey, I, I haven't. I haven't. I don't know why. We, I've never told these stories. I've never had any, any, any. I guess I don't know. So I bet stupid. you there's so many. I mean, I have. I have a. I should do an entire podcast just on my stories in Afghanistan. Like the first time I actually received heavy contact, I didn't have anything with me, and I had. I was taking a with my I, GPS on. Yeah, you this, broke this, my GPS. This, this is a True story. No one knows about this one either. It's a. I was taking a. Sh- I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna save this for a different one. But I'm telling you right now, that's it. It's a good. St- I didn't have a gun. Didn't have my helmet on. Didn't have my vest on. Didn't have nothing. I was taking a fat sh- in Papa the morning. Squat. And I received. They initiated contact on me. And it, <laughs> this is a true story. I know one knows about. It. I mean, like, I, I'll, I'll save it. We'll my save favorite it. part no, we'll is we'll like, my it. favorite part about it. that. <laughs> I just gotta say this part, right? Like picture the du- like picture the dude on the other side of the PKM, right? And <laughs> he's like. There's a dude taking a dump. I'm going to wait till he stops and pulls his pants down. And like, 
I'm going to let the steam rise God. off the ground before I send the first they round. They fucking sent it. I was yeah. walking back, and I, <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I got that one. I, anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast over here. I do love you guys. I'm uh, We'll hit you with another one. I'm, I'm out. <laughs>